What is up, guys? My name is Alicia, and I'm your host. This podcast is a work in progress. Welcome to the first episode. I am going to try to do this every week. Um, I haven't chose a particular day yet to put the podcast on, but hopefully weekly. And uh, yeah, so today is September 29th, 2022, and I want to dive into a couple of events that happened today in history. But before we get into it, I want to give a big thank you to my first sponsor, Manscaped. You can use the code Alicia for 20% off. And I know what you're thinking. Manscaped? Alicia, you're a woman. Well, guys, Manscaped is for women too. We don't want to be in the gym in some sort of a leg lock battle and be the girl with hairy legs. Bye, Manscaped. The lawnmower has a little flashlight on it. It lets you see where you're shaving and everything like that. It's great. Chef's kiss. Today in history, September 29th, 1966, Chevy introduced the Camaro. And I am so happy that they did. Camaros are beautiful. Classic cars, nothing can beat a classic car. So I think that today makes a Camaro 56 years old. Happy birthday, Camaro. And on a darker note, in 1982, seven people passed away from cyanide-laced Tylenol. One of the victims was very young, and three of the victims were from the same family. There was a nationwide recall on extra-strength Tylenol. The culprit was never found, and this led to a string of copycat, um, copycat crimes. But it did ultimately lead to new tamper-proof medicine containers. So there was a silver lining in this whole incident, and um, hopefully nothing like that ever happens again. And um, I was at the store the other day, and I saw these Pringles with a logo on it that I recognize. I watch a lot of YouTube. These Pringles are Hot Ones Pringles. I was a little bit skeptical because, like, first of all, the only flavor that they have that they had there was a little bit more research. I found out that there are actually three flavors of the Hot Ones Pringles, but um, Walmart only carried one of them, which was the Los Calientes Verde. And guys, I've had the One Chip Challenge. I've had Mad Dog 357, and I've had the bomb hot sauce. I didn't think that this was going to be shit. And it's a lot spicier than anything that I was anticipating. So I think that I'm going to do a video for my YouTube and possibly see maybe how many I can fit in my mouth at one time and then proceed to see if I can eat them all at once. Um, hopefully I don't die from, you know, either choking on them or it being way too hot. Um, so we'll see what happens. Invicta FC 47, not 47, I was on 47. I was the main event of 47. Invicta FC 49. Invicta FC 49 was headlined by Jessica Delboni and Jillian DeCourcy, two girls that I have had quite the history with. I shared the octagon with um, Jessica Delboni for 50 minutes and 
Jillian DeCourcy was my first fight ever in Invicta, and I trained with her before my last fight. So I had a lot of, um, you know, a, a big reason to be watching this card. I had a lot of stakes in this. So, um, but before we get to the main event, I am going to touch on just a few of the notable fights that, well, at least were noticeable to notable to me. The first one is Montserrat Rendon versus Brittany Cloudy. And guys, I was so excited to watch this fight. I've watched Brittany Cloudy in the past. She always puts on a show. And I was really wanting to see her get a win in the Invicta cage. And she went out there. She did exactly that. She put on a, she put on quite the show. But somehow, she didn't win. Um, it was a split decision. And I myself was confused. I know the commentators were confused. And as well as many people online. Which brought to my attention that this was the first Invicta card that I've watched in a very long time that hasn't had open scoring. Like, in the past, you were at least able to see on screen and live what the judges were looking at, what they were scoring. So that is something that I would actually be really interested in seeing. So the next fight that was um, really interesting to me was Valeska Machado versus Liz Tracy. These two girls are higher up in the ranks in the strawweight division, um, which obviously I am just dipping my feet into the strawweight division, so I want to scope out as much of the competition as I possibly can. And last I heard, Liz Tracy called for um, a title shot. And since my last fight was for the 115-pound title, this is probably a girl that I should watch and be interested to watch. And with that being said, guys, Valeska Machado put on a beautiful performance. Absolutely gorgeous. A striking clinic. And now I know that this is a girl that I'm probably going to have to fight in the future. I'm very well aware of that. But for this second, for this moment, let's all just appreciate the striking that she put forth in the fight last night. Then after that, we have Caitlin Neal versus Hannah Guy. First and foremost, I want to say that Hannah Guy had a beautiful fight kit. It's by Defila. It was bright pink and purple and probably every single color. Like, I think there were some oranges and some blues and stuff. Loved it. It was gorgeous. But um, with that being said, Caitlin Neal put on such a dominant performance. It was gorgeous gorgeous. Um, I believe that I heard the commentator say that one of the judges had every round scored 10, had every round scored 10-8 in favor of Caitlin Neal. And I would not have been the least bit surprised if I had heard that that was the score that every judge had scored this fight. And now to talk about the main event. Jillian versus Jessica. So, leading up to this fight, I really thought that this fight was going to go one of two ways. I thought that either Jessica was going to go out and she's going to play it very safe and that she was basically just going to try to keep Jillian at, you know, at reach and just kind of point her way into winning her title. Or I thought that Jessica would make a mistake 
get a little sloppy, open herself up, and Jillian would capitalize. So as the fight began, we see Jessica be very smart, and she's striking with her, keeping her at range. And, you know, it's kind of just going safe, exactly how I figured that it would. And then we see the tides kind of shift. I believe that Jillian landed a 1-2 right down right down the center. Beautiful. And you saw something change in Jessica. She no longer wanted to strike. She is now a wrestler. She decided that she was going to shoot in, get Jillian on the wall, and then try to take her down. Once she tried to take her down, she got a little sloppy. She stayed just open enough that she left open a back take for Jillian to capitalize on and then sink in an absolutely beautiful rear naked choke. If you guys have not seen this finish, you need to go check it out. I'm sure there's clips online. They're probably pretty easy to find. Jillian and I had trained leading up to my last fight, and she was also in the same corner as me my last fight. So being backstage and getting to see firsthand all of that raw emotion that she was just overjoyed with after getting such a huge knockout and then being able to watch her on TV get a huge submission and secure such a prestigious title. I feel like I just watched this woman have possibly the best year of her life, if not one of the best years of her life. And I honestly, guys, I could not be more happy for her. But with that being said, I want to get back in that damn cage. The remainder of 2022, for me anyway, is full of jujitsu tournaments and trying to chase down my brown belt. But early 2023, I plan on returning. I have a jiu-jitsu tournament coming up on October 22nd in El Paso, Texas. Contact me if you would like to sponsor me. The bracket was released earlier today and this bracket is absolutely stacked. I am in it. Fatima is in it. Hannah Goldie is in it. And then also, who I spoke about earlier, Liz Tracy is also in the combat jiu-jitsu tournament on October 22nd in El Paso, Texas, and it will be aired live on UFC Fight Pass. Tune in. It is going to be a very fun time. Also, what's very fun, I've been painting a lot lately. I painted this woman. She's like in nature, and it's blues and greens, and she has a blindfold over her face with flowers, um, growing out of her head. It sold probably within minutes of me posting it, but I also painted another one that I am growing very fond of. I've only posted this one on my Etsy. I've not yet posted on any other social media, so head over there to check it out. It is one flower that is in color and on fire. Um, the background is kind of like tie-dye and there's a bunch of 
what I would say dead flowers. I mean, they're just flowers painted in black around it, but essentially it's a bunch of dead flowers with a flower on fire in the middle. And I think it is absolutely dope. You know what else is dope? I set up a call line so you guys can call and leave me a voicemail and, you know, ask me questions, you know, literally anything. Questions, comments, concerns, whatever. And I actually had a few of my friends already call in, so we are going to get into that now. Here is our first call from Rodney Hash. Welcome to this episode of Rodney Hash. Get ready to vape weed every day. I appreciate you for calling in, Rodney, but I've got some fucking news for you. This is the Alicia Show. This is a work in progress, but it's my fucking podcast. And next, we have a very special call. It is not every single day that the goat himself leaves me a voicemail. Hold on tight, guys. Hi, uh, this is this is the goat, and uh, this is the goat and hate. Um, hi, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Well, we just want to say hi. We've not seen you in a very long time. You should come back and visit us. Um, I didn't say something stupid. Uh, you saw the number on your story and you just called it. Yeah, we, we're not going to say anything vulgar because it's thing on the podcast, but, um, you know, I really think that you should really work on your laps. Um, I feel like that would help you in your they're next fight. Small. Yeah, they're looking kind of small. You should learn how to lap flex. Um, I feel like with that. Pull-ups? Yeah, do some pull-ups. Um, I feel like with that, you know, if you can just lap flex on people, people won't want to fight you and they'll just, they'll just be scared and they'll tap. So they'll just get all their money because they just like them out of the universe. Yeah, that's how it works. So money and bitches. Money equals bitches. Um, bitches equals money. So that's all we have to say. I mean, anything? No, I think we covered up. <laughs> ah, sounds good. All right, bye, Alicia. What is this bullshit? The first day of my episode, I'm already being bullied by my friends afar. Hayden, you have the lats of an eight-year-old boy. The last part was pretty spot on, though. Money equals bitches, you know, cash, ru- cash rules everything. You know how it goes. But honestly, I miss you guys, too. And I hope to be back training with you guys sometime soon. And that is the final call that we have for today. Again, if you want to call in and um, get on the podcast next week, the number is 216-202-4014. Thank you guys for listening, and I would like to end this by shouting out my last and final sponsor, Wholesome Supplements. They have the best CBD in the game, and I truly mean this. If they didn't pay me, I would still promote their product. I highly recommend their cooling salve, and I also highly recommend their lotion. I use their lotion on my face every single day. And... I would also like to give a quick, um, so, Hurricane Ian is absolutely terrible, all of the stuff that is going on, and I just want to say very quickly that I hope that you stay safe, and I hope that everybody is okay. Thank you for listening. I hope that you have a good day, and I hope that the rest of your week is also great. I love you guys. Bye until next time.